Dublin Talks. With us today is Jessica Gorska, who is a PhD student in the Center for Language and Communication Studies. Originally from the United States, she's had an international career as an English language teacher before finishing her master's in English language teaching at Trinity. Her research interrogates the notion of academic literacies and examines the intersection of power, identity, and culture in the academic setting. She's currently acting as tutor on Trinity's English for Academic Purposes, or EAP, program, and has also co-founded an Irish professional organization, EAP in Ireland. Welcome to the podcast, Jessica. Thanks very much. Um, so let's start off and talk about English for Academic Purposes. Who is it for and what do you do there? Well, English for Academic Purposes uh, is working on things like academic writing, academic reading, oral fluency, um, about negotiating meaning and how to basically anything that has to do with language in the academic context. Um, and it's really, when it comes down to it, it's for everyone, including native speakers. Uh, a lot of programs are geared towards international students, but no one's born speaking academic language. So um, it can really be for anyone from any background, any linguistic background, uh, any socioeconomic background, uh, who have an interest in just brushing up their language skills or being able to write better essays or you know present better presentations etc. So can you tell us a little bit about what language supports are available for students in Trinity? Yeah so I'm over at the Centre for English Language Learning and Teaching and there we have a couple of supports for students. First we have a summer program which has two streams and the first one is for students who have a conditional offer from Trinity and it's only that they need the language requirement. So we have an eight-week pre-sessional course for those students to, um, and that satisfies their language requirement. Then we also have in-sessional, so during term, for any student who is registered as a Trinity student, they can come take our classes in term uh, in the evenings, two hours a week. Um, and then there's also things like the student learning development who have a lot of online resources and they have drop-in clinics as well. So I just took some questions from our global relations department and the people over in the student learning and development on some things that they are currently, um, they get asked by students. So people are wondering, will they be able to understand the Irish accent and the idioms? And I know coming from America, it's hard even if English is your first it language, is. so <laughs> I can understand. So what do you recommend there and, and what do you tell people? Um, well, first, it gets easier. <laughs> the more that you're here, uh, the more that you're going to hear the, the idioms and you're going to hear the accent. Um, but before you come, you can always look up uh, online lectures. I know that the Trinity Long Room Hub has their lectures online. Uh, you can look up TED Talks, podcasts, and just listening and becoming familiar with the, the accent mainly. Um, and then once you're here, don't be afraid to ask someone what something means. So if, if they say something like, oh, it's lashing rain, and you don't know what the word lashing means, don't be afraid to say, oh, I'm really sorry, could you explain that? So. Uh, and otherwise it's just time. <laughs> yeah, so, it is just yeah. time, isn't it really? Yeah. Integrating socially, what are some tips you have for students there? Uh, really put yourself out there. Um, there's loads to get involved with. 
and it's very easy you'll get very busy with your masters or your phd or even the undergrad uh, but really put yourself out there join a society uh, look for meetup groups for things that you're interested in um, organize events with your classmates you know say that you're going to have a, a, a dinner and everyone brings a dish from their country things like that um, uh, you can volunteer there's also things with the graduate students union throughout the year and it's really just about putting yourself out there and saying okay I'm going to get involved I'm going to meet friends from all over the world and share my experiences learn from them etc yeah and there's a huge number of international students at Trinity already so. absolutely yeah I especially in the postgraduate so you're not going to be the only one that's not from Ireland so just making connections, saying hi to the person who's sitting next to you in the lecture, things like that. Yeah. And so what about experience in the classroom? Um, do professors take lower language levels into account um, in terms of the speed they teach? I would say that most are conscious of it. Um, it's very, it can be very difficult speaking from a teacher's side. Sometimes when you have the pressure to get through content, uh, that you forget that you need to slow down your speech a bit more. Uh, so it doesn't always happen that they do slow down. But as a student, um, don't be afraid to ask your professors questions at the end of the lecture or by email if you didn't understand something. Or asking one of your peers uh, if you missed a bit of the lecture because of language. The other thing that I suggest uh, to my students is to ask the professors if it's okay to record the lecture. So don't record unless you've asked, but most lectures will be okay if you audio record it, and that way you can go back and listen to it and fill in your notes if you need to. Yeah, that's a yeah. great tip for anyone really, yeah. because you're listening, but you don't always absorb everything, so. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So things can be on a bit of a time delay for non-native speakers. Reading academic texts takes a lot longer, participating in groups, answering questions. Everything's moved on by the time they've processed. So do you have any recommendations there? Um, well, the first thing is, is that just listening isn't always a bad thing. You're still learning if you're listening. Um, if you're in a group, if you're doing group work, um, don't be afraid to jump in and say, hey, I didn't quite catch that. Could you repeat it? Or could you slow down just a bit? I, I'm a little bit lost in the conversation. So again, asking people and being confident in saying that you just need a little bit more time to be able to respond. In terms of reading, I, it's really about prioritizing the reading. It's, you'll get a lot of reading anyway, and it's even difficult for an Irish student to get through all of the reading. So prioritizing the essential texts and even going as far as to ask your professors in the summer if they can release the reading list early before term so that you can get a head start on your reading. And then you're a little bit ahead once you get back into Trinity. Let's see. It's Again, asking questions, emailing if you need to, and really looking at the online sources that your professors provide on Blackboard. Um, most of the time they'll have the, the slides, etc., there so that you can process them and prepare before class and maybe have you know, questions that you bring with you to class uh, in preparation for the lecture.
And so from your experience, do people really build their confidence quite quickly once they start? I would say it depends on the person and it depends on their experience once they get here. Usually it takes a couple of months for people to really settle in, uh, but once they're settled, they tend to do quite well and to be okay and build their confidence. So something students are often looking for is a bit of proofreading help. <laughs> um, so what do you tell them? Um, well, first, unfortunately, the Student Learning Development and the Centre for English, we don't do proofreading for students. What I suggest to the students is swap with your peers. So I even did this in my master's. If you go to a peer and you say, if you read my essay, I'll read your essay. And then giving feedback to each other about this sentence isn't as clear, maybe this point would be better moved here, or I wasn't quite sure what you meant by this. And that way you're getting valuable feedback from someone who A, knows your topic, and then it's just a second pair of eyes to catch things that you just can't catch when you're reading your own. And so students have mentioned that they know exactly what they want to say in their own language, and then when they try to put it into English, it, it's not what they're trying to say. So what would you tell them? Um, so that's always, always the challenge. Um, again, even for native speakers, there's many times when we sit down and we say, oh, what is this word for this? Or I'm trying to express this, how can I say it? Something that I've suggested to students is to talk it out with a peer. So if you're in the middle of writing and it, it doesn't sound quite right in English, grab someone and say, can I explain this concept for you? And oftentimes, once you verbalize it to someone else, it's much easier to write it down. Uh, the other thing is uh, really paying attention to synonyms and word choice, uh, looking at context and making sure that the synonym fits the context but also using their native language. So like you said, translation, but using their linguistic resources to benefit their work because their linguistic resources are really, they're really valuable and you can express a lot in all of your linguistic resources and then take a look and try and flip it into English and it may not be, you may look at the English version and say it's not perfect, but as long as the meaning as is conveyed, that's okay. So, and it'll get better and better and better each time. Um, but not being afraid to use their native language and say notes or when they're doing an outline or even if they need to describe a certain term that is common in their language in the essay and then explaining that term in English but still having their native language kind of in the essay as well. Um, and of course that also depends on the, the discipline on how accepted that is. Um, so yeah, so talking it out, gets, getting someone to read it as well. So if they can get the message and they can tell you back what they got from that passage and it is what you're trying to convey, then it's okay, even if the grammar isn't perfect. So it's really just about conveying the meaning. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay, great. So you're, you're teaching this, you're studying this. Tell us a little bit about your, your work and your PhD research. Okay, 
So my PhD is, I've been talking with international students and professors from around Ireland in third level education. And I've also been looking at summer programs, pre-sessional summer programs around the world. And the main goal of this is to create a better curriculum and assessment to better prepare international students for Irish higher level education. Um, based on the real experiences of both the international students and the professors. Great, yeah. And you've, you've taught in several different countries, haven't you? I have, yes. <laughs> so what has been your favorite so far? Um, that's a really difficult question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say, I, I've liked every country that I've taught in for different reasons. Um, I guess I just recently got back from China, so that's the one that's most vividly in my head. And I loved my time there. The classes were super fun. Uh, the students were really vocal, interactive, um, and it was just an overall good experience. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah so each country has, has a different kind of flavor, different kind of dynamic in the classroom, so. Yeah, okay, very good. Some programs have their handbooks online, some don't. Don't be afraid to send an email to the contact and ask questions about exactly what modules will I be taking? Do you have the reading list? Would I be able to see it? Um, what is the assessment like? As much as you can to kind of prepare yourself and really know what you're getting yourself into in the program. Yeah, okay. Any last tidbits to give students on how to perfect their essays? It's all about the meaning. Um, if you can convey the meaning, then generally you're okay. And not to stress as much about the small things like grammar or spelling. Most professors will look at it and say, okay, I know what they're trying to get at. I can see the content and that's the most important thing. Okay, great. I think that's a lot of good practical advice for people. So thanks very much for talking to us today. Yeah, thank you. Thanks.